This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no healthcare bill. And this is episode 366. Yeah. That's for sure. Of cognitive dissonance. Well, there wasn't one, but if they would have passed that one anyway. Yeah, so. sir. There's no, there's, there's no fucking chance they're going to pass it. Yeah. Do you think there's any shot in hell that they're going to pass a health care bill? Well, didn't, they, didn't they pull back? Like, didn't, didn't yeah, now they're Mitch McConnell's had to go back into his shell? <laughs> that happened. I think the problem was that, like, when, when the, when the bigot popped up he saw a shadow so we get, we get six, uh, get six more, more weeks, weeks of, of health care <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean seriously like this is this become a joyfully farcical like if if because we're, we're at a point where even if they were to accomplish something all that they will have accomplished is they will have gone back eight years in time yeah and erase, erase something, yeah, right? Yeah. This is a this would be their big accomplishment, and they still can't do it. Go back eight years in time and erase something and make it worse. And that's gonna be their thing. Every president's got like a platform in their first four years. Like, this is my big thing I want to get done. You know, uh W, it was uh, you know, take away all our freedoms. Bush, it was I was that's what he was great at it. He nailed it. And then he wanted to do the social security reform and privatize social security. They that got shut on. And then, you know, Obama did Obamacare, right? And then he accomplished nothing else after that. Uh, and then and maybe, maybe he's shitting on his legacy a little bit. Um, and But like Trump is just like, well, all I want to do is repeal something. Yeah, repeal. I can't even get that done. Well, one thing he did get done was didn't one of those things go to the Supreme Court, like the uh, immigration thing go to the Supreme yeah, so Court? Yeah, so the partial immigration yeah, ban exactly. is now, that's in now, effect, right? That's going to so, happen. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess that's true. Like, so there's is that a policy or is that just know. like a, yeah, you know sure, what I mean? It's a policy. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, it's something, right? He did something. I mean, it's not anything I agree with, but it's something, you know, what I, what I got to say about this healthcare bill thing though, is you see they currently have, they currently have like fucking the house and the Senate and the presidency and they have all these pieces in right. place and they should be able to just be like, yeah, man, we're going to do this. And they can't. Yeah, government it. has become so inefficient that even when everybody is like, it's like I'm gonna use a, I'm gonna use a sporting metaphor. Okay, I'm ready for it. Okay, ready. I'm ready. Even when like everybody is on the same team, everybody is on the same team, and they're all running. They at the have s- teams outside of sports. They do. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna abandon this metaphor. <laughs> I'm gonna go with politics. I'm gonna use politics <laughs> as my politics metaphor. Is- <laughs> 
It's like having the House and the Senate and the fucking presidency. Right, right. And you still can't fucking pass it. Literally. That's it's, actually the it's metaphor. It's amazing that people are just jumping off. Like and then fucking, the ball went through the goalpost. Like fucking fleas on a dog that's fucking submerged. <laughs> they're just like jumping off that healthcare bill that they're like, nope, sorry. I, and they're Republicans. Like, fuck that. Right. Like, I'm not well, going to do this. Because you can't. I mean, it's like it's such it's such basic shit. Like you can't taketh away. Right. That has always been. And I think it is a legitimate yeah. concern about entitlements. Right. And I'm generally for more entitlements sure. rather than less in a general yeah. sense. Right? right. But, you know, there's this there's this this idea, like you're saying, they can't take entitlements away. But I've, I've heard several people say the same thing. The Democrats should be happy if they pass it. They should actually be looking for them to pass it as best they can, because if they pass it, We'll get single a lot payer. of people were yeah. saying you're going to yeah. get single payer out of this yeah. because this is going to be a disaster for so many people that you're going to get single payer out of this. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if that's that. true. I, or not. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that, though, because um, people have short memories. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the people that are going to get shed on are, generally speaking, the disenfranchised. Sure. And as a general rule, the disenfranchised are not a powerful political lobby. Nope. Yeah. Right. There's not so a it's poor like, person lobby. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, well, what about the poor people? Well, yeah, all right. We got something kind of in place. Yeah. We got, and, and it's not even an entitlement. Let me, let me scale that back. Obamacare is not an entitlement. You don't, you still have to just go get, get insurance. insurance and pay for yeah. it. Right. Just, there's, there's certain tax subsidies. And, the, and there's also some things that they just can't stop you from getting insurance for, which is a big thing. Right. right. And Medicaid's been yeah. expanded. Exactly. So I, I recognize that there are some, but yeah. Obamacare in and of itself is not broadly speaking yeah. an entitlement you know per se right. so but, but right now there is kind of a poor person lobby and what it is is a bunch of people are motivated to call their representative and go to their town halls yeah. that's the poor person lobby that's right? true right that's the poor that's Some real grassroots that's, shit. that's how you do it you get a bunch of people out to this fucking guy's you know to his to his offices or to his town hall or I mean, look at how many of those cowards didn't even do town halls. I, oh, I know, you right? Know? And then you have all these other people who are going down to the to the actual Senate or into those. Like there was, a, they had a a die in. I don't know if you saw this at Mitch McConnell's office. A bunch of people on welfare, like on on Medicaid, just went and pretended to be dead in his hallway, <laughs> and they had to <laughs> carry him out. I heard about, except the- for one lady who was on a little little rascal a scooter. And I think they just asked her nicely and she said, yeah, I'll move. And she's on her little rust gold rolling out. Cause like, I don't know how you get her out of there with a helicopter. You know what I mean? like, like you would have cut a wall off or something. <laughs> but French doors, but everything's for, French doors. for the most part. Like they, they all got carried out and they all just, you know, they just pretended to die and they had to all get carried out by the police. I actually think that's brilliant. That's the poor person lobby, right? Yeah. That's how you do it is there's this grassroots sort of push to stop the government from doing these but, actions. You know, like, distressingly, you know, for so many poor people, they can't afford to take a day off of work to go do that. Sure. Yeah. You know, they can't travel to get to, yeah. to get to their representative. Of course. You know? But the good thing is, is that this is affecting more than just poor people. It's true. Right. You know no, no, I, mean? I know. Yeah. I know. I know. It's just, yeah. you know, I worry. I just worry that the I don't have a lot of faith in the political will of the disenfranchised, or not political will, but the political power of the disenfranchised to affect change. I don't have very much faith in the empathy of those who have to look out for those who do not. Yeah. You know, because we've just seen that not work so all the time. Right. It just doesn't work. We just, I mean, that's why we have a Republican party. Right. (laughs) 
That's it. That's the reason you have. I mean, I'm not even wrong. I'm just yeah. not even wrong. That's why you have a Republican Party. The Republican it, Party. You can't look at the Republican Party and say. That's a compassionate group of people. You can't say that it's a compassionate group of people. What it is, is it's a, it's like, I want to keep my money group of people. Yeah, like, right. I mean, Mine, mine, mine. That's what it is. You know, like, like, look, if you're part, if you're a Republican, you probably don't even disagree with that statement. Right. You're like, yeah, yeah no, I want to keep my money. You know, there's a fucking perfect example this week. Um, and we're probably going to talk about it a little later, but there's a perfect example this week of uh, this, this guy posted this thing on Twitter and it was something like my daughter saved up X amount of dollars for a guitar. She had exactly the right amount of money. And then Boom, sales tax. And he put a Republican is born, you know, because he's a, he's a Republican pundit or whatever. And you're just like, and everybody's like, yeah, well, did you tell her about the roads you drove over to get there on? You know, like that, that, that the sales tax paid for that or that she didn't get fucking robbed by bandits on the way over for to get, you know, right? it's like, it's like, you know, there's all these people who forget. Why did you just tell her about the sales tax yeah, like, so that she wouldn't she be knew. disappointed? She knew ahead of time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, but seriously. <laughs> The, That's uh, a terrible plan. Yeah, it's like, a, it's clearly a fucking uh, made, up, know, made up right. story. It's obvious. Um, Otherwise, because it's just a shitty thing to do. Yeah, be like, oh, and it'd be so awesome. What it would be, what it would be the best is if if he goes up to the counter with her because it's a totally made up story anyway. But if he goes up to the counter with her and he's like, "Okay, pay him your money," she's like, "Here's your thirty five dollars, Mister." Oh, I'm sorry, it's thirty seven dollars and sixty cents because there's sales tax. And she's like, looks at her dad. He's like, "Guess you can't get it," and then they Wait, leave. leave? <laughs> Or yeah. I mean, like, like, why just order on Amazon? Yeah, like, exactly. You don't pay sales tax. Yeah, you do now. Though. Oh, you do now. Yeah, they changed it. Now, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, the internet tax. Yeah, we'll talk about tax. that in a minute. But, but you know, that whole thing. People just like the. I I feel like many people who are anti-tax don't recognize the benefits you get to living in a safe country with, you know, facilities and clean water, mostly except for Flint right. and other, you know, other benefits, you know, they just don't well, get that those benefits I, exist. I hate talking about this shit, but like I was, I was reading a fucking Facebook argument the other day where somebody was like, well, I don't believe that somebody's making a similar argument. And this, this fucking guy actually had the nerve to be like, well, I don't really believe we should have public firefighters. We should privatize firefighting. And I was like, privatize firefighting? So if you don't pay your, my house is on fire bill? Like, they're just like, oh, sorry, you're in arrears, so we're not going to put it out. I mean, just think about how that would work if you were the neighbor who did pay your firefighting monthly reoccurring charge. You're just like, well... It's going to spread to my house. <laughs> you should put out there. There's a baby in there. Like, well, you can't do that. I think shit. what they're, well, maybe their person's talking about privatizing departments. No, they wanted to privatize. They wanted to, you to pay like on an individual yes. basis to get your house And if put you out? don't pay, you don't fire department. Come on, that, dude. They were called out expressly on it. And they're like, come on. Like, That's the funniest shit. It was like, libertarianism take it to the point of extremists, it's right? Like, it's like that fucking the seasteaders that want their yeah, little right? barges <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like to luck. think sometimes I'm a libertarian and then I think of those people and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? You know what's great about those barge idiots? If something goes wrong, I bet they call the Coast Guard. <laughs> right? Oh, my barge has a hole in it. My fucking utopia is sinking. <laughs> Pretty soon it's going to be Atlantis. <laughs> I'm you, not going to give you a can question. You can you stay categorically? You are fake news. Sir, Go ahead. can you stay categorically that nobody... No, Mr. President-elect, that's not Go appropriate. Ahead. 
So this story uh, is from CNN. Uh, three journalists leaving CNN uh, after a retracted article. I do like that it's also from CNN. It's from CNN. CNN. I found like, it from we CNN. We found a great story, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this guy here is like, I got a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, I quit. Uh, <laughs> story <laughs> now. Uh, it would be awesome. It would be awesome if they, if they made them write the story. Like, like it's bad homework. Like, like, <laughs> no, you will stay here and, and you will write, write your resignation story. and you will post into CNN.com and then you will leave. <laughs> oh, this is great. So three CNN journalists. This is not great, actually. The story makes me very angry. So there's three CNN journalists, including the executive editor in charge of a new investigative unit. They resigned after the publication of a Russia-related article that was later retracted. Long story short, they didn't vet their fucking article properly. Yeah, they didn't have the vetting. And they didn't go through the proper editorial standards that are required at that at CNN. And they got called out. Yep. And they should have gotten called out. Yep. And I'm glad they got called yep. out. And they fucking quit. Yep. And I'm glad they quit because that's really getting fired. That's how the real world works yep. now, right? Like, yeah, you got resigned yeah, you by force, right? Yeah. Like, I got is a... Uh, Gonna break your legs if you don't quit. Exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they fucking quit. Fine. But you know, I read this and it's like, man, this is not what we need. Yeah. Do a better job, CNN. Th this is the one bone that all the people on the internet are gonna find. Oh my god. And they're gonna pick and they're gonna say, hey, what about this thing? Just like this week, I don't know if you saw this, but that fucking O'Keefe guy who goes out and does that gotcha journalism where no. he fake he records people. Is this the Planned people. Parenthood asshole? Yeah, he's the same guy with Planned yeah, Parenthood. With the fucking bullshit yeah, video. Yeah. yeah, but he goes out uh, and talks to some CNN guys, and the first one is uh, him talking to this guy who, um, he says, "What do you think about the Russia thing?" He's got a hidden camera on him. He's like, oh, that Russia thing. He's like, what do you think is going to happen this week with the Russia thing? That's the question he asks. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, oh, the Russia thing is just a big nothing burger is what he says. And then and then he says something else. He's like, oh, you don't think the Russia thing has anything? And then the guy turns around and meets somebody. But then they, when they play the tape, they rewind him so he can say it again. And then they show this other guy who's an executive there who they, they ask him some questions. And I watched this tape and I did not think it was particularly damning. The guy was saying... Yeah, uh, you know, we want to, this is this is killing the ratings right now. It's great stuff. And he's like, I don't know if there's anything to it. He's like, maybe there's not. He's like, probably not anything to it. He's like, but, you know, which, which good ratings, et cetera. And so this guy comes on and says, oh, you see how, you know, they're manipulating us to be like, no, no, they're just, they're just talking about the bad things that are happening. That's what the news does. That's, you know, when you, when you have somebody who's saying, you know, there's, there's, there's not a lot to this. There might not be a lot to it, yeah. right? But he is under actual investigation. There, you know, the the uh the 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 government agencies that are investigating this, and I'm not saying him exactly, but I'm saying like you know, the, the, the collusion, the collu the potential all that collusion different that the potential ties, collusion yeah, right. and the ties. Right. There are actual government or organizations investigating this right now. That's not fake news. They're actually doing it. Flynn resigned. That's not fake news. He fucking really genuinely resigned. Yeah, he doesn't work there anymore. He, does, he didn't do right? it. And he didn't resign because he read a CNN article. <laughs> right. And so it's it's not fake news to report something that turns out like not to be. If, if it turns out there were no collusion, then that's the story. The story is, oh, it looked bad. Yeah. Turns out it's not bad. Right. Right. That's OK. It's OK if that's the story. But you got to write it. And it's not fake news because it didn't 
because because the investigation reveals no corruption, right? right? The the fact is that there's an investigation. What are we supposed to not tell people about it? Is yeah. it then, then we're having secret investigations. You know, that, those are your two choices. Sure. Either somebody, either reporters look into this and write about it and tell people about it, or it happens in secret. There is no middle ground. It either it either comes to the light of the public, sure. and the only way that things come to the light of the public is by by journalists, right? Yeah. Or it happens in secret. Well, I don't want secret government investigations. And this is opinions of journalists about whether or not something's true. Right. These are two journalists. You're asking them their opinion. Maybe they don't think there's anything to it. Okay. That doesn't mean there isn't anything to it. It could be wrong. They're just normal people. It's not like they have special fucking information the rest of us don't have. Like they, they're fucking, they are people just like us. They get their information the same way we get our information. The idea that they could, they, they somehow are prescient or can dig within this entire big fucking mess that has been created and be like, oh yeah, there's, there's absolutely nothing to it. Well then fucking why aren't they in charge if they could just look at it and say there's like nothing to <laughs> right? it? Right? That's ridiculous. We wouldn't need to do an investigation if you could just call them up and be like, can you just tell us what the results are Having now? an opinion on it doesn't mean it's true. Right. And and this this article, while it makes me mad that they're writing something like this, and the and the people out there that are too stupid to recognize that this is a good thing that they let people go are going to call them fake news. But you're calling them fake news, and they're they're following ethical standards of journalism. Yeah, you know, and that that is the other side, right? It never should have happened. It never should have happened. Yeah. But the fact that it happened, and then the organization self corrected. Right. That's a good thing. That's how it's supposed to That's work. That's a good thing. What they didn't do is they didn't double down on it. They didn't say, well, no. but, but, but buff and bluster. They didn't do any of that shit. They're just like, mm, guess who doesn't work here anymore, yeah. motherfucker. And that one dude has worked there for like 16 years. Yeah. And you know what he did? He came out and said, yeah, I fucked up. I made a mistake. I fucked up. I made a mistake. And, he, and then he said, now you say, I made a mistake. I should have done a better job. Then he also said, you know what? CNN really tries very hard to get this shit right. My mistake. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, fucking okay. But you know how this is going to spin. That's how it's, that's how it's spun every, every, right. uh, everywhere is that, that people think immediately because, you know, there was a, there was a story that didn't turn out to be true that all of it's fake. Yeah. And you're like, it's not all fucking fake, man. Well, even this article says it's not necessarily that it's fake. It's that it wasn't properly vetted. Exactly. So it shouldn't have made it, shouldn't have, should have made its way through the process until it had been vetted properly. Sure. Right. So that doesn't mean that the that the facts will not pan out. Yeah. It just means that they weren't properly vetted. That's a bad mistake. Yeah, it's a bad. Don't get me wrong. It's a and fucking you, big mistake. You lose your job for it, right? Which is what you should do. Yeah, right. Sit down. Just, we'll, just we'll because do of the we'll get just it. because of the attack of fake news and and attacking our network. I, I just want to ask you, sir. I'm changing it from fake news, though. Do, doesn't that under very fake news? Yeah. I know, but aren't you? So speaking of actual fake, fake this news is amazing. Fake this is from, news. I love this so much. This is CNN. Uh, Faking a Time Magazine cover is the most Trump thing ever. This is an opinion piece. This is an opinion piece. The the facts are that if you go to some of these uh, uh, golf resorts of Trump's, there are, in his golf clubs, there are Time Magazine covers, like framed covers of Trump from when he was on Time Magazine, when he wasn't on Time Magazine. (laughs) It's like, and you know, I was immediately reminded, like, you know, like the novelty Time magazine is like dad of the year. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you superimpose your picture on it. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like your, it's like, ah, and you're like in your fucking golf shorts yeah. and you're like fucking, fucking Crocs and you're like, your fucking Crocs. <laughs> 
You like got your dad pants on. You have been wearing like a super dad shirt. You're wearing Crocs and golf shorts. You have been fucking condemned to death. Yeah, I know, you know right? what I mean? And it's just it's like some shitty fucking go- fake episode of Golf Digest or something. Best dad ever hits a goal in one. Like, yeah. you know. It's the same thing. It's a novelty cover. And he's got somebody made somebody made it up. They faked it. And it they 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 put the date on it. Well, the date just happens to be the same date that uh that Kate Winslet was on it. And I guess this isn't the first time that Trump has sort of been a, all over another like another famous woman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it isn't the first time that that's happened. But uh but it, it's a totally fake, it's a faked are like cover completely right. completely faked cover that they put up there with you know very favorable headlines towards Donald and it's the thing is like I could understand if it was a joke at one of them, right? You could call it, you could pass it off as a joke if it was at one of his golf clubs, right? Like if it was at one though, you could be like, oh, well, you know, this joker manager put it up there. It was funny. We thought it was funny. We put it up there. Right. You could pass that off as a joke, but to have five of them made and then (laughs) sent to each one. What kind of fucking narcissist shit bag are you? Let's have an oil painting of me on top of an oil painting of me. And if you erase it underneath it. Another oil painting of me with a pencil drawing of me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the best part about this is at the bottom, Uh, there's a tweet. This is my favorite thing. So uh, time, time says, yeah, it's, that's all fake. The white house doesn't dispute it. Trump has a tweet to try to get people's attention. I'm going to read this full tweet. Yeah. I don't, know what this means this is great hold on a second let's go to this other story it's a gizmodo article because i love the next sentence afterwards so read that and then i want to read the next sentence okay yeah that's great (laughs) the hashtag amazon washington post sometimes referred to as the guardian of amazon not paying internet taxes which they should is fake news This Gizmodo article says, syntax issues aside, this sentence makes absolutely no sense. (laughs) Syntax issues aside. That's so bitchy and awesome. I love it. Yeah. So it it literally makes no sense. He's saying, so because... When I don't understand this, it anyway. Like, I, so I don't like, let's, let's like do some fucking Derrida. Let's deconstruct this. But thing. Like if, if you read this, it's the Amazon Washington post comma, then there's a defining clause in the middle. Someone's referred to as the guard, blah, blah, blah. None of that matters. Right. And then there but he should be another he didn't comma. put another comma. There, <laughs> he so should have. Let's assume guardian let's assume. of Amazon comma. Yeah. Right. So I think, I think the actual sentence is, is the Amazon Washington post is fake news. And then inside of that, he's describing the Amazon Washington post as being referred to as the guardian of Amazon, oh, not he's paying got, internet he's taxes. He's got so many different clauses in there. Right. So right. He's, he's making two it, points. The embedded point, the, the 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 larger point is the Amazon that Amazon and Washington Post are the same thing. He does that by hashtag gluing them together because that's how you know that's true. Okay, and he's doing that I think because Jeff Bowis or whatever owns them both. Okay, right. That's fine. So he's saying yeah, and Washington so, Post is fake news. Okay. And then he's saying sometimes that Amazon, referred to, but that the Washington Post is sometimes referred to as the guardian of Amazon. That's right. another clause. Right. Not paying internet taxes is another clause, which they should. It should be, but he didn't he didn't punctuate anything, right? So you can't, it's it's just so that they're not so then he's saying Amazon is not paying internet taxes, or Washington Post isn't paying internet taxes. Let's assume it's Amazon. 
because it, <laughs> so his confused. well, that's because his references. Who knows? You, it, they're not supposed to. I don't get it. Because because he just keeps changing the subject. Did he change the subject three times in 140 characters? It's amazing. I think he did. He is so Amazon is not paying internet taxes, Cecil. Could you imagine how many browser tabs he has open when he jerks it? <laughs> like 70 browser tabs open where he's just like click, 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 just click, all click, on click, different click. windows. Just craziness. So uh, the man can't write. He can't think. And he's invented internet taxes. Internet tax. Did you pay your internet tax? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, nobody has because it's not a thing. When they start throttling you, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. Now I've watched that video. That's ah, open on a tab. That's, I got a lot of tabs yeah, of that right? open. I love Jeff Be Bezos. I, I said Boas. I'm sorry. Jeff Bezos. Finally trashed by real Donald Trump. We'll still reserve him a seat on the Blue Origin rocket. Hashtag send Donald to space. <laughs> this guy's fucking <laughs> awesome. Good for you, dude. Oh, my God. It's uh, fucking crazy. It's just it's just nuts. You know, and it's, it's funny because you get you get these people who think that, you know, that the, the all news is fake. And this guy is telling them the truth and he can't even, he can't even put a, a, a cogent thought in 140 characters. Right. He can't even decide on which thought he wants to convey in that 140. That's the thing that astonishes me there is he's got like three thoughts, none of which are formed yeah. all the way. They're all zygote thoughts. Yeah. Like they're not, they're not. Yeah, they should thoughts. be after this guy for abortion. You know, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron-only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod and become a patron to support the show on a per-episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This is from The Guardian. A Trump lawyer's firm steered millions in donations to family members. Uh, so documents obtained by The Guardian reveal Jay Sekulow, I don't know how his name is pronounced and I don't care, um, approved plans to push people to give his Christian nonprofit a bunch of money, which he used for whatever the fuck he wanted. The, the reason I wanted to talk about this article it isn't so much because of who did it. It's because of how he did it. Right. Yeah. Like I think I think getting yeah. onto who did it. Because they're talking like like the the reason why this is even the, that Trump is even in there is because we talked about earlier, because anything Trump right now is is making headlines and that's making clicks. Right. right? So they understand that. So this guy has a has a tangential relationship to Trump in the sense that Trump hired him as a lawyer. Right. And so they're immediately gonna say Trump's lawyer's firm. And so that's the connection right. that's going to get you more hits, but it doesn't, that, that it doesn't is, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not why I chose this story. Yeah. So um, I chose this story because I think it's fucking appalling. So these telemarketers for the Christian advocates serving evangelism, it's abbreviated as case. 
they're instructed to go to people, including elderly people on fixed incomes. And they're, they're, they're soliciting, right? They're yeah. sort of saying, like, you know, give us, give us a bunch of money, you know, for our evangelism project. And then when people say, I'm on a fixed income, I've got nothing to spare, I don't have anything, their instructions are to push. Yeah. Can't you just give us $20 just as a one-time deal? Let's let's look through some of this. So this is the sheet that they're given. Oh, I want to read. And so and so the sheet that they're given is um, they have answers from the people. And these are stock answers that you could give if you were trying to get out of giving someone money. Right? right? These are common. So very in common. sales, these yeah. would be common objections. Exactly. So they're training through the objection. Yeah. They're trying to sell through the objection. And so one, the first objection is I give through my church, and the and the person who's reading this document would say, Oh, I understand. We don't want to take anything from the church, but. You support your local church first. Many people have shared with us similar comments, but thankfully many are helping with smaller gifts because they believe that every little bit uh, will make a difference in our efforts. Can you please give 20 or $25 in the next three weeks? And then the next one is I'm retired on a fixed income. And the, the comment is, I, I understand it's difficult to share a gift right now. And we don't ever want anybody in a financial bond to put anybody in a financial bond, but could you possibly make a small sacrificial gift of $20 within the next few weeks. If not, I understand. And then the next one is, I have no money. I'm unemployed. Jesus. Tom, what does that one say? I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I can certainly understand how being unemployed, having limited funds would make it extremely difficult to help with a gift right now. And we don't ever want you to be in a financial bind. Could you possibly make a small sacrificial gift of even $20 in the next two to three weeks? If not, I understand. And then the other one, I don't give over the, I don't give over the phone. And then they they have an answer for people who say, I don't give over the phone. And then they finally have, I recently gave. And if they gave within a month, you just thank them. But if it's more than a month, you say, hey, we'd really like some more money. Yep. And if it's more than a month, it says not only do we want some more money, it says we wouldn't be calling if it wasn't so critical. But this is so important because the liberal activists are working every day to undermine our traditional Christian values. Could you help fight this critical battle with a special extra gift of just second request amount? Yeah. Yeah. They are going after people who have no money. Yeah. They are going after poor people to get rich. Yeah. Is there anything more disgusting than to use somebody's fear, right? Because that's what the liberal activism Absolutely. thing is. Look, man, yeah. they want this country to look the way you want it to look. Yep. Give us some money. They're coming for you. To appeal to people's faith. And you're going to take from the poor to give to the fucking rich. Yeah. They're reverse Robin Hoods. And the so then they get all this money, right? So the charity gets all this money. So they... They, they they steal. They basically fucking they steal. strong arm this money from, from people. Yeah, people, they, they right? extort it. Yeah, and you right. know through through God, God extorts it right. from them. So from fucking old people and poor people, or poor old people, or old war people, they take this money from them. And then what do they use it for? They used to go on fucking trips and hire private jets. And fucking live lavish lives. Yep. Right. And share it amongst their family. Right. right. And they're they're hiring their family to do stuff. And then they use these really weird ob obscure tax rules to like rent a private jet from your cousin and right. you know like yeah. all this other stuff to like not only steal from them but then to steal from these people a second time because many of these people are probably you know on welfare or Medicaid they're stealing from these people a second time because they're not paying any taxes on it. Right. That's true. Right. So they're stealing twice. They're dipping in the same jar twice because these are the people who most benefit from taxes how to get rich off the poor yeah that's twice that's it yeah and it's these fucking disgusting and these people are like that's that's how they, they do this stupid shell game where they take the money from here and they move it here and then they don't have to pay any taxes or i rent this thing from you you know 
there's all this fucking, this, all this bullshit about, oh, the welfare queens are taking all this money. They're taking all this money. What about all these people who fucking move money yep. around in a shell game and avoid taxes through it? You know, I pay a lot of fucking taxes every year. Yep. Every year I pay a lot of taxes. I've been paying a lot of taxes for a long goddamn time. And you know what? I just fucking do it. I don't find weird ways to get around it. I just look at what my regular deductions are and I go, okay, well, can I get around? Can I get, because clearly I'm going to get, I'm going to try to take as much money as I keep as much money as I can while paying my fair share of taxes. That's what everybody should do, right? You know, if I do something that the government says, this is a deduction, I want to take advantage of that. Right. I'm not just going to be like, oh, fuck it. I don't need any deductions. What do you say you want? Here's a check. I'm not going to do that. Nobody does that, right? We all think we want to pay our fair share of deduction of, of amount to taxes. I want to do that if every year. If you don't take a deduction, you've paid too much. You paid too much. You've paid more than you yeah. had to. And I want to, I want to make sure I pay my fair share every time. So that's what I do. But I don't go fucking try to find some weird way to like get around yeah, it. Yeah. The thing is like, you're not structuring your life in a loophole yeah. way, right? You're not, you're not restructuring your businesses in order to uh, move money in a way that purposefully avoids a tax. Yeah. Break, and I'm right? not like, I'm not like doing like, like conflict of interest stuff, like hiring someone who I right. know to like do this thing so I can pay them to do it. You know what I mean? It's like all this weird, like work around bullshit. Yep. I, I don't have enough money to make it work anyway. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, so I don't, have enough, I don't have enough money right? to make it sing. Right. But you know, the thing is, is like these people make their money sing for them. Yep. Well, and I want to I want to just get back real quick to to part of this article because I think it's important. It says case, which is the, this is this charity, right? Raises tens of millions of dollars, yeah. much of it in small amounts from Christians who received these direct appeals we just discussed. So, um, and then he says he fundraisers are instructed by this guy to deliver bleak warnings about topics including abortion, Sharia yep. law, and Barack Obama. Yep. They sell fear to the faithful to steal from them what they cannot afford to give to get rich. Yep. There is nothing more disgusting. That's absolutely disgusting. And these are people who are going to listen to them because they're afraid. Right. And they've been sold this fear for years and years and years. It's so crazy that they're, that they're being sold fear that is against their best interest. Uh, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that fucking nuts? Like these are people that this is where the charity money should be going to. This is the problem, by the way, when we talk about, or when, when you hear that objection raised where it's like, well, you know who the real social safety net should be? It should be charities. Well, some of these charities, these are the people who charities should be watching out for. Yeah. The unemployed, the fucking broke, the destitute, elderly people on a fixed income without 20 fucking bucks to their name, right? Charities should be looking at these folks and saying, how can we relieve this burden? Not say, oh, you know, aren't you afraid of Barack Obama? Yeah. Give me 30 bucks. I need $30. Yeah. Sharia law has coming unless you give me some money. Jesus won't love you. You won't get a fucking glorious hand job in heaven unless you give me some money. It's the you know, nobody fleeces the poor like prosperity gospel motherfuckers and these evangelists. Nobody and does the doomsday that. Right. prepping You're motherfuckers. Right. Nobody, nobody does gets nobody these does fuckers it. like that. You know, they get they get <clears throat> fleeced. The the poor get fleeced by them because they have the promise of for a lot of them, especially the prosperity people, they have the promise of more money for people that are destitute, right? There's ways in which that these people, that the the biggest scam artists in the world, go after that that piece of you know be what being poor is because I you know when you're poor, all you want to do is make sure you have enough all the time, right? right. You just want to constantly make sure you have enough. You put little things in. I know, like like throughout my whole life, I've always had this fear. 
because well, I grew up, I didn't grow up fucking super destitute. I wasn't like, you know, on the corner begging, but I was, I was poor when I was a kid. And so for my whole life, I've always put these things, these, these dams in place in my life that I've been like, if something goes wrong, I'll have this to fall back yeah. on. I always have fallback plans. My whole life has had fallback plans because I recognize what losing a job can do to you how badly that can spiral your your life out of control right. down into a fucking, you know, a never-ending loop of fucking uh, title loans or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like it, can, it can get really bad. So I've always put these little things in my way to be like, just in case, I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be okay. And that whole thing about, you know, the, the, the mentality that I have is specific to growing up poor mm-hmm. and when you grow up poor, all you want to do is make sure that you're you're far enough up over this one ledge so you're gonna you're gonna be okay. And so they're constantly looking for that next thing to put them over the ledge. Yeah. For some of them, it's prayer, right? I can pray and get rich. Maybe. Okay, I'll try it. Get out of debt free water. Does it work? I don't know. I I'll give you a couple hundred dollars to hope that you know that this is gonna work. The same thing when it comes to uh, you know, uh different types of multi-level marketing, right? That multi-level marketing yeah, stuff right. is always targeted at the very youngest, the very the very poorest of the people. It's yeah, always targeted right. at those people because those are the people who finally wind up with it at the end and get fucked by it, right? All the people above them are still making some money, but the people at the very bottom are the fucking ones who get fucked, and they're the ones who are looking for a way to get out of poverty. I wonder if there isn't an element, and, and I don't know this, I, I, but I wonder if there isn't an element... Of like, well, you know, my life is shit here, but if I work hard enough, I can secure a better afterlife. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just thinking out loud. But like, you know, if if your life is that bad and you're going to give your 20 or 30 bucks and it's like, look, man, I I don't I don't think I'm getting out of this one. Yeah, but I'll be poor forever. But I need, you know, man, I need paradise. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to be poor forever. But, you know, I'm going to go out of here in the next 10 years. Maybe I need to. Maybe I'm going to take that money and I'm going to invest it toward my fucking yeah could be celestial retirement could be, and that's even bleaker because yeah. that's not going to happen yeah because it's not yeah. I want to be really clear that's yeah. not going to happen yeah you're going to rot yeah it's not going to happen yeah and the money is garbage and that money is given to somebody who's going to use it like this guy the money's going to you're giving that money to somebody who's going to use it in the here and now yeah. You're investing in a fake afterlife so that you can get fucking golden harps and blowjobs or whatever it is yeah. that you get up in the fucking cloud world. And you're giving your money to somebody who's going to use it now. Somebody with very white teeth right. and a pretty wife. Yep. Yep. And you know why he wants it now? Because he wants to I'll spend tell you what, it. If he believed in that fucking special, special afterlife the way he tells you he believes in it, yeah. he wouldn't be living the life the way he's living it now. Yeah. Right? He'd be like, fuck it. None of this matters. I get an eternity of paradise. I'm going to raise money and give it to the poor. I'm going to raise money and fucking fight cancer or whatever. He's using that money because he doesn't believe that shit either. Yeah. So we're joined now by a campus organizer with the Secular Student Alliance, Pete Zupan. Pete, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you guys for having me. So, Pete, uh, tell us, tell us, you know, we were contacted by our organization. Tell us why, uh, why your organization uh, 
is excited at this moment? We are super duper excited because the weekend of July 7th through 9th here in Columbus, Ohio, we are having SSACON, Secular Student Alliance Annual Convention at the Ohio State Student Union. This is our biggest conference, the biggest single gathering of secular students in the country and the best opportunity for them to learn how to be better activists and organizers all over the place. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, we're going to stop right there. We're going to stop right, right. there because I got a question. Sure. What if I joined Secular Student Alliance tomorrow? Let's say I was first off 20 years younger. Okay. 20. Right. 20, 20. 20 Keep going. 25 Keep years. Keep rolling old, it back. 31 <laughs> years younger. And I wanted to be a secular in the Secular Student Alliance. What would I what what would that entail? Like yeah. what is what is it about? Like what if I wanted to join what would lure me to join that? Okay, well, for you specifically, we'd probably say no. But <laughs> <laughs> wait, do I get a yes? That, that's fair. That's fair. Tom, Tom will let you in. Yeah! That's only because you're short and you look younger. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I'm short and I am younger. <laughs> that's fair too. Oh, uh, I only look twice my age. <laughs> Well, the SSA is something that we hear from a lot of older people like yourselves. Uh, Older people! Older people! This interview is going to be cut real short. (laughs) Older people! A lot of the ancients will... uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm not a fucking ent! I talk very slowly. (laughs) (laughs) You see, that's a reference to Lord of the Rings, a book and movie that came out sometime. You probably... Before your time. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little fine. before your time. No problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in high school when that came out. Man. Anyway, uh, it's what it's <laughs> what the Yeah, so was I <laughs> <laughs> Secular Student Alliance is an organization dedicated to helping non-religious students form groups on their college campuses. We view ourselves as not just helping students create clubs, but also as a way for them to build their secular values to figure out what they do after they figure out the God question. And a big part of that isn't just giving them free materials, which we do, or helping them host events, which we do, but also giving them the tools so that they can figure out who they are and what their meaning and purpose is as they move on through life. What do you mean tools? So some of the tools that we give them are like our free materials that we give them. Give them banners, stickers, brochures, tabling supplies. Korans, Bibles. The, <laughs> the Book of Mormon. The Books of Mormon. They get handed enough of those yep. without this. Yeah, no <laughs> but also things like our Speakers Bureau, where we have a bunch of people who will come to college campuses for either cheap or free and talk to these students about any kind of topic that they want, not just atheism, but sometimes history, social justice, science, paranormal stuff, conversion therapy, all of that stuff. Oh, and we also give out uh, project grants, uh, which is free money for these students so that they can do stuff that they might not otherwise have funding for or that their school might not have the budget or willingness to give to them. So um, sometimes this money can be the difference between being able to host a fundraiser so that they can give more money to themselves or just being dirt poor college students. So do you find that the need for an organization like yours extends equally across the country? Or do you find like, you know, like 
you know, I would imagine that the need for an organization like SSA in, you know, Alabama would be different than like at Vassar, right? Like at Vassar, like it's a reasonable assumption that, you know, nobody shaves their armpits and everybody's secular, you know, versus Alabama where they teach most of their classes using a series of rattlesnakes as props. So like, do you find you actually have a professor that is a rattlesnake? Do you find that you, that your organization is, is geographically more in need uh, depending on where you're working? Well, sure. Each geographical need has a very unique set of circumstances around it. So the quote unquote on Bible belt definitely has a presence of evangelical Christians, that kind of community where a community of atheists is especially very needed. However, you go to the northwest uh, region, so like Oregon, Washington, California, or even my home city of Boulder, you're going to get the stuff on the left. So the uh, Reiki healings, the woo stuff, the alternative medicines, anti-vaccination, homeopathy. Yeah, but all that stuff works. That's all true, right? No? Chemtrails are killing us all. <laughs> Turning the frogs gay. <laughs> okay, so when you say secular, it's more than just an abandonment of religion. It's it's an abandonment of it, it's really an embracing of skepticism. Yeah. In addition to it, because secular would you know would not typically yeah. include something. You could like be Reiki you could be whatever. completely secular and right. still think there's aliens. Right. Exactly. And and you know believe in the Reiki garbage or whatever. Sure. Like none of that. None of that requires or think dolphins are real. And they are clearly not. I yeah, know that. It's in a, I, it's, I wrote a poem where they're listed among other... I was whole just thing. Okay. asking about that before we went on. I know. <laughs> people are fucking weird about dolphins, man. Like, they think dolphins... Like, there are people who think dolphins are fucking mystical beings. They, like... I've seen videos where, like, women go to have uh, water births in the ocean amidst the dolphins. Like, you know, 900-pound predators. They're just like, let me let me bleed and deliver a six-pound meat into the world. I want to see the person who does that around the reef sharks. Right? You know? like- <laughs> well, Tom, I'm, I'm secular, but that's 100% real. That's- <laughs> but funny that you should mention that because uh, our version of secular is a little different, but a little bit more evolved than what the common usage of secular might be. Most people use secular to describe just that which is not religious. So that would just be stuff that isn't Christian, Muslim, Hindu or something. We add mm-hmm. or the supernatural onto that because it seems like a natural extension. Like you wouldn't really think of stuff like ghosts as being inherently religious. But then when right. you flip Although there's there's obviously a religious element to yeah. it, right? Because in order for there to be ghosts, you have to have some sort of afterlife belief that's embedded in that nonsense, right? Yeah. But then there's other stuff like uh, the anti-vaccination or wooey kind of crystal stuff. But when you flip that around, it's not just a negative position. You can make it into a positive position, which is people who are primarily focused with the naturalistic world. So stuff that's just happening in this reality, in this lifetime, and all of their decisions work towards that. So it actually encompasses a lot more stuff than just the religion question. It also talks about uh, values, stuff like health, the environment, science, uh, feminism, LGBT equality, and all of these things which impact our day-to-day human lives during this one life that we have to live. So this is really a lot. This this is focused a lot on humanist values. Humanism is really. It sounds like 
like your your definition of secular sounds to me very much like a definition of secular humanism. Yeah. Embracing the, those sort of core concepts. Secular humanism has a lot to go with it. We present more of an equation than like a set of uh, set beliefs like the Humanist Manifesto, which is a great document. But as a way so that people can figure out where they stand on various issues and why they make those kind of decisions using collaborative reasoning, using evidence, using uh, your own personal values and adding all of this stuff, taking away the existence of pre-existing laws or edicts and stuff can help you come at a much more progressive uh, view of the world and the values that go along with it. So at this conference, the conference that's coming up uh, in the next week, is are you just talking to leaders there, leaders of the SSA, or is this for all students? This is for all students and even for old people. <laughs> yeah, if you knew some. <laughs> this this is an event tailored not just towards building those secular values, which you know are definitely needed, but it's all about practical skill building. So it's going to be about the questions every community leader has. How do I promote myself? How do I get more members? How do I run events? What stuff do I, can I do with money? How do I transition leadership when I am tired of it or in most students' cases have to graduate? So doing all of this stuff not only helps build their own secular values, but also helps keep their groups alive in the long term so that they can keep those secular values going at their campus. We've had some campuses going on for years, like at uh, Kansas State. It's been around pretty much as long as the national organization has. And that's because they learned awesome tricks to keep their group alive, even past the first rung of leadership. Does the SSA face any significant opposition to its, uh, like, do you guys run into significant roadblocks organizing at campuses? Like when you're at Liberty University, for example, like, is that, is that particularly challenging? Oh, we almost got set up there. Did you really? We had a student interested in doing it, but uh, that fell through. But we do still get a lot of pushback, even from the public schools who want to, uh, at least certain individuals within the public school, uh, might want to hinder the progress of an SSA, might not be aware of things like the Equal Access Act. And usually we're able to handle that kind of stuff uh, internally, like just sending a letter. But in some cases, even after the group gets established, they get things like their uh, flyers get torn down or vandalized. Uh, They can get people coming into their meetings and being really disruptive. They have even had at least one case that I know of where someone tried to get into the leadership just so that they could disband the group. Oh my gosh. So there is still pushback. That sounds like Trump. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So if I was uh, allowed to come to this event, where would, how would I get there? Like what would, what would be my my way? Well, other than like, I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about like, like on the internet, if I wanted to like buy tickets and find out more information, where would I go? Sure. Well, unfortunately, by the time this episode airs, our uh, internet registration for SSACon will be closed. However, we have on-site registration still open. If you come to Columbus, Ohio, the Ohio State Student Union, and you can still get all the information you could ever need about 
uh, SSA Con by going to secularstudents.org slash SSA Con. Or if you go to the main website, secularstudents.org, you'll find dozens of links, which will help you get there. You can navigate our programs. You can see uh, the kind of uh, living arrangements that we have. And students can still look at uh, potentially getting something we call travel aid, which is free money to send students to SSACon to help them save a little bit of money. Wow, that's great. Well, good luck with the conference. And one more question. Whose show do you like better, Dogma Debate or Cognitive Dissonance? That's a great question. And you need to be honest or this won't air. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this. I listen to Cognitive Dissonance every time that I bike to work. (laughs) All right. He does that once a year. The problem is you can't listen to Dogma Debate biking to work because he just runs right into the paywall and he can't get <laughs> Or you just fall asleep and fall off the bike, which is <laughs> terrible. Thanks so much for joining us today, Pete. We really do appreciate Thank you, it. Pete. I appreciate you guys and Glory Hole from the SSA. So we want to thank our newest patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. But we want to thank our newest patrons, Greg, Sir Privy Winks, Matthew, John, Aya, Eric, Tim, Below Expectations, like <laughs> Dodd Snow, John, Xavier, Eric, Nicole, Holly, Philip, Holden, Barbara, and Maddie. Thanks so much for your generous donations. You. We really do appreciate it. If you go to Patreon, you're thinking about donating, you can go to Patreon. We can, we're about halfway to a goal right now, and the goal is for me to quit my job. So if you want to donate to the show, we would absolutely love to have your money so that I could... Do this full time. How awesome would that be? That'd be great. That would be amazing. So, uh, so I feel like you imagine the additional work burden you could take from me. I know, Tom. You guys can make that happen. You guys can make (laughs) Tom's work burden less. All you have to do is go to patreon.com, pledge on a per episode basis. We really do love our patrons. So, thank you so much. You make Lawyer Hole Studios possible. So, we want to talk about some email, but we also want to play some calls to prayer today because we've got a bunch of them and we're going to go through some of these. So here's the first one. This one is from Sean. I like it. I oh, wish I, I, I will say this, Sean. Bit of, you know, unsolicited feedback. If it could have ended with a whoosh, Oh, that would have been, right. I think, solid. But that was Sean's entry. I also would have accepted the my anaconda don't want none yeah. line. That would have been a good that would one. would have been good, too. I like buns. Uh, let's go <laughs> to... <garter> snake. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to another Sean, a different Sean. This right. is another called prayer. This is not human intelligence, okay? It's not <laughs> human intelligence! <laughs> That's always going to win me over. It's always going to win me over. Next one is from David. Headshot. Jesus Christ. That's rough. That's rough. It should be better if it was B headshot. <laughs> <laughs> this one is from Goat Skull. He's got 
He's got two, but we're going to play the long version. This is his long version of the call to prayer. I get it. Oh my God. I don't know what that's from. That's insane. It's crazy. That is just insane. I love auto-tune, though. It's the best. We got an image from Aaron we're going to put on this week's show notes. A, I love this it's image. It's a great, great image. Check it out. It's a uh, it's a MAGA image. Make America great again. Drain the swamp. Here's another call to prayer. This one is from Cthulhu, the octopus god. Your favorite band. Ugh. Love them. Terrible. I love them. You know, they would do a great job doing a haka. Probably. They would do it. They would kill that. I'm just I bet saying. You they would. <laughs> so this is from this is from Mr. Bible Pants from the Problem Addict podcast, which is coming soon. Favorite band. God, I hate this shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't like the foreigner music that you like. That the crazy foreigners. I like, the, I like angry the, foreigner the music. Angry foreigners, yeah. and I don't like I don't like, like the down south guys either. I like our main Armenian rage bands. Nice. They're great. Yeah. That was from Matt. That's the Love Boat version. I like that one a I lot. I love it. I like I that it. one a lot. This one here is from Dave. <laughs> I love it. I love the Blues Brothers reference there. You always get yeah. Chicago guys with that. Next one's from Brian in San Diego. Nice. <laughs> I like this one a lot. That one's great. I like that one a lot, too. That's a good one. This one is from... Benjamin and Benjamin wants me to call Skylar a garbage person. So Skylar, you're a garbage person, and this is his call to prayer. Oh God! <laughs> that is 
Now that's garbage that music. That is garbage music right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this one is from Jesse. Made two of them. And like other aspects of Jesse's life, they're short, so we'll do it twice. <laughs> That's great. There's there's there is nothing that will make a hardcore Islam that will melt a hardcore Islamic person's heart like Shakira. Let me tell you. Uh, specifically Shakira's hips. Yeah. Because they, they don't, don't lie. lie. All right. So this is from Sean. Sean sent in one. That is how the Klingon lures a mate. (laughs) (laughs) This is another call to prayer. This one's actually really different. Played this one in the past. I love this one. I think this sounds good. That's the thing. See, I, this one was submitted a couple years ago, um, but Luke wanted to submit it again. I think it's great. All right, so this one is from Nathan. God, I hate System of a Down. (laughs) Jesus. That Jesus, that's Jesus. terrible music. Offspring's the worst band ever Ugh, in all the history of the time. Worst. Stop, Offspring. They're the same band, right? Every, shut up. So this is uh, from Axis. Next one is from Grant, and this is this is a terrible song from Ugh. the '80s by David Lee Roth. song sounds terrible. I, I had to hear that song a hundred thousand times when I was a kid because it was on MTV and it was a, the hot girl video. So I watched that video start to finish every Ugh. single time. That's why they invented the mute button on yeah. your TV. Oh, that was a long time before a mute button, my friend. Well, they have volume control. <laughs> you have to get up and then I have a little, I'd have a little Woody. You don't your stand up with that. Anyway. You're, laying, you're laying on your tummy in front of all your friends like, you have a hard on. You have a hard on. <laughs> 
You're fucking uh, mashing your heart exactly. It's like the floor. Fuck, <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> Sad and lonely. Sad and lonely. Uh, so this is uh, <laughs> video that we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna put it on this week's show notes. This is from Christian, and Christian gave us this video. I love it. That is a remix of it. Alex Jones talking about gay frogs. So it's great. very funny. Check it out. It's on this week's show notes. All right, so this is from Travis. <laughs> I like that part. You know she has a nimble tongue. That's why right? I like it, right? I, I do want to comment real quick on that last one. Travis did indicate that if he wins... He'd like a medium shirt, like he must for be a, your body. He must be a foreigner. <laughs> so this next one is from Jake. I love this. Let's get dangerous. This is that age gap we it were is, talking about. I, I love Darkwing Duck. Is he like a Batman for ducks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what that is. It's great. This is a uh, call to prayer uh, by Ari. little bit of yes there i like that song roundabout by yes this is, next one is from carlos everybody was fighting i think it's great That's, i like that one i That's think it's great one. This one is from Brendan. <sighs> could you imagine what somebody who says a prayer like that could do to somebody? I was afraid for my life. Do you find the defendant not guilty? Guilty of murder in the first degree or guilty of murder in the second degree? Not guilty. God. We didn't create that. Brendan created that. Yeah, it's that not was it. not us. Not it. Nicely done, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> All right. So this one is this one is a Monty Python reference. It's from Null. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, just search for monks hitting themselves from Holy Grail and watch the clip. It's very funny. So this next one is from Alan. Yeah. 
the best part of that is a ooh. It does at the end. I hate the offspring. Jesus. Well, it's the God damn it. Terrible. So uh, Glenda, Glenda, sure. <laughs> That's a terrible as well. Um, we got a message from Glenda, who is uh, who's one of the uh, the members at the Ethical Humanist Society here. And it looks like on the 5th of July in Skokie, they're going to have uh, a Humanist Horizons, the worldwide rise of nationalism and religious fundamentalism. Looks like they're going to have four speakers. Howard Katz, Babu Gagani. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Uh, Hemant Meta, who is uh, the friendly atheist and then uh, Sharon Welch. So they're going to be at the Ethical Humanist Society in Skokie. We're going to put a link on this week's show notes to this. All you have to do is just go to our website. Um, it's going to be on the 5th. So I know I'm going to be busy, but uh, but uh, but if you want to go check this out, I'm sure Glenda would love to have you. And I'm sure the people, the speakers there would love to have you there. This next one is uh, from Mayhem and Mayberry. And they sent an image of Cocoa Puffs. And we might have posted this before. I don't remember. But an image of Cocoa Puffs that are Neapolitan flavored. They are. And look at, uh, look at the way he's scooping. Yeah. You, can, you could never get a scoop of ice cream that looks like that out of a Neapolitan box. They always do that. And you could never actually get a <laughs> scoop of ice cream that looks like that. That's true. That's uh, true. So, uh, so yeah. So check this out. We'll put it out. We'll put the image on this week's show notes. Here is a call to prayer entry. This is from Chris. Pontius sent us in some stuff. Pontius uh, from Sweden. Uh, so it's probably Bjorn. I'm probably mispronouncing it. But, uh, <laughs> but Pontius sent this in. This is, uh, this is, he sent three. Uh, Pontius, I'm not going to play all three, but I will play. Uh, I will play this one because I think it's the funniest one. <laughs> Sound like their vocal cords were like that tuning saw, you know, like when right? they were, oh, yeah, you know. Why would you record yourself doing that? <laughs> I don't know. Like just because you can doesn't know. mean you should. All right. This is uh, Clement. It's probably not pronounced that way from Paris. Clement from Paris. Here we go. so great god i hate system of a down god right. damn it that was offspring so, so here it comes i hate 311 so here it comes Fuck. everyone does uh all good people this is wayne this one wins most random. This one definitely <laughs> wins most random. <laughs> no reason. It's just, it's 
this one is awesome. That shit is amazing. Amazing, I say. Amazing. This one is from Nick. going to give you the people's elbow. I love that. Here's uh, one from Petros. God, I hated Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> People call us Beavis and Butthead. I fucking hated it. Citation needed. Yeah. Listen to citation needed. Citation needed. Citation needed. Citation needed. Citation needed. Citation needed. I have a citation needed. That was great. I love it. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna use that for every single Muslim story from now. And I'm gonna play one more from James. This one is Freddie Mercury. Eddie Mercury really had did have a good voice, didn't he? Eddie Mercury was pretty amazing. I want to just say hi to Joyce from the Philippines. Joyce listens. Uh, and Joyce found, uh, just a few months back, found our show. Joyce is listening from the Philippines. So hello, Joyce. Here's another one. This one is from Chris. All right. <laughs> that was a weird, deep voice on that. <laughs> right there. Jesus Christ. That is where I like it. Lord. <laughs> it's like I feel like I gotta go. <laughs> this one is from Michael. For the love of God and all that is holy. <laughs> you remember that? From rejected. Yeah. This one is from Michael. I know that I am not under alien control. What the hell was that? He is under alien control. That thing in his butt is linked to Son of a bitch. All right, so those are our entries. Now, we are going to this week, uh, this weekend, sometime this weekend, I'm going to take all of these entries and I'm going to put them somewhere and I will have some way in which to vote on them. I haven't figured out how that's going to work yet, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll figure it all out. But this weekend sometime. So before this show even launches on Monday, 
this should be done. And then we will have a, a, a voting on them for a week or two. And then we'll, we'll figure out who it was, who wins the shirts. So we'll arbitrarily decide what we like best anyway. Don't ruin the magic time. <laughs> Never pull the curtain back. <laughs> the shower curtain. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank Peter Zupan for joining us for the Secular Student Alliance. Uh, be sure to check out our show notes. This episode is 366. Uh, you're going to want to check out. Uh, you're going to want to check out all the different uh, links that Peter sent us for uh, for this particular con, as well as. Uh, all the other links that he sent us for uh, Secular Student Alliance. Go check out this episode show notes. If you can, go to Peter's conference, go to SSACon. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a good time. And it looks like there's going to be not just young people, but old people there too. Oh, so, we'll fit right in. Yeah, so bring your walker. <laughs> uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.